Welcome to Pastor Reacts. I'm Brian, and this is a channel where we are looking at videos, uh, music videos, uh, TikTok videos, YouTube videos, various things, evaluating them via scripture from a pastoral perspective and just from a human perspective, from a Christian perspective, from a biblical perspective, and seeing how they hold up and kind of examining those things, helping you maybe, uh, hopefully, develop a Christian biblical worldview through which to view and evaluate the media and things that are presented to you. So today we are looking at Elevation Rhythm, which is the new like youth, young adult Elevation worship band. Uh, they just dropped a new album <laughs> called This is the Gospel. This is the first track off of that. And to be honest, Elevation Worship can be a little hit or miss with their songs. Sometimes they're fantastic. Sometimes they're a little strange and uh, but a lot of times they're pretty good and so i just wanted to see what's coming out of here i haven't really paid attention to anything coming from their youth program yet so hopefully this is really good and we'll be checking this out so um anyway let's get to it as we're switching over remember to like and subscribe and all those types of things share this with somebody drop a comment tell me what you think Actually, I'd love to hear that part. If you agree, disagree, anything like that, I would love to hear your thoughts. And so comment away. Tell me I'm an idiot. Whatever works for you. Let's check this out. This is the gospel. Elevation Rhythm. Big choir. Okay. It's kind of a different vibe. I think that guy's from Maverick City. Joe Barnes. Okay. Yeah. catch up to that just a little bit and look through the the lyrics so first off as far as um music goes uh, i'm kind of digging it it's got like a little bit of a dancey vibe to it you know like it's got a it's real subtle in there but it's and it's got this you know kind of fast kick drum beat and everything so that's cool and it's got the gospel choir kind of vibes behind it and um that guy i've seen him with maverick city before and some other projects and he tends to be pretty you know gospel style in the way that he sings and whatnot so um i think this is gonna have a totally different vibe i don't know what i was expecting something along the lines of like hillsong young and free i think uh and so this is kind of a cool surprise but um lyrically let's look at that first um that first verse i guess um, that's what that is. And so uh, I've got it here on the screen. It says, in the beginning, you sent the earth spinning. So a reference to creation. Um, I mean, yeah, that would, that, that would be, um, yeah, I guess that would line up with Genesis, uh, account of creation. Uh, you fashioned us from the dust. Yeah. That's straight out of Genesis two. And since our existence, there's only been one mission for you to commune with us. And yeah, that was the plan originally creating humanity in Genesis 1 and 2. You see that in Genesis 3. You see that that's part of the curse is that now there's a removal of relationship. And now humanity has been disengaged from God's presence and cast out of his presence. And the rest of the Bible is the story of God bringing us back into relationship with him. So so far that's not a good or not a bad um start so let's keep going and it looks like as i'm glancing at the rest of the lyrics it looks like that's going to be um decently presenting the gospel i would assume a song that says this is the gospel is going to present the gospel and you can't have the full gospel of jesus death resurrection uh and promise of eternal life to us and reconciliation with god you can't have those things without first establishing why creation and the fall and so i like that they started all the way back there let's see where they go then came the garden we'll back it up just a just a hair all right and then came the garden we became the fallen sin made us lose our way oh but the love that's too good to give up 
set a course for amazing grace. This is the gospel. All right, I think that's going to get to the chorus, so I want to I want to wait on that for a second. But okay, so then I say, then came the garden. We became the fallen. So the the garden right here, really, that's the communing with us. That's the created from dust. That all happened in the garden. But yeah, then came the dark garden. We became the fallen. That's a reference to Genesis three, eating the fruit from the forbidden tree, the knowledge, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then uh, sin made us lose our way and not just lose our way, but cast that resulted in us being cast out of God's direct presence. And then uh, it was through sacrifice and, uh, and devotion and worship and trusting God from this distant place that uh, redemption and reconciliation was uh, reestablished and then ultimately completed through Christ. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's there. Oh, but the love that's too good to give up set a course for amazing grace. Um, and yeah, the love of God is why this whole trajectory happens. So um, that would be the love that's too good to give up. So we don't just walk away and go, well, we screwed that up. I guess we're done, right? We keep following him. And uh, he established a course for a ma amazing grace uh, to be poured out on us. So let's see how the chorus goes. We'll back up again just a little bit. All right. This is the gospel. This is the good news. Tell everybody how he saved you. This is the gospel. Come hear the good news. Tell everybody there's a God that loves you. Oh, how he loves you. There's a God that loves you. Oh, how he loves you. There's a God that loves you. Then came the same. All right, so maybe we're going to get to the part. So that that part, see, I think there's a there's something that happens in a lot of Christendom where, uh, especially in worship and that kind of thing, but in a lot of places where the word gospel means good news. And so the there's some... Um, some like good news presentations that are, you know, like good news, like, Hey, God loves you and that kind of thing. And that is good news, but it can come off. I think theologically insincere and inaccurate when we just leave it at that and say, Hey, God loves you. Uh, you know, and without really leaning into, he loves you so much, you know, John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. If you don't get to that part of salvation through Christ, then the good news that God loves you is sort of irrelevant because that's where God reestablishes it and provides a way through love, through grace for us to be reconciled to him. But without that part, just this vague idea that God loves us is meaningless and, and useless. And without faith in Christ as savior, the idea that there might be a God who loves us is insufficient to bring us to saving faith in that God, to recognize what he's done for us and to place our trust and hope in him. Um, and especially in a world that kind of loves to just stop at empty platitudes like that, I think it's important to clarify. So I'm hoping that it gets into that more. Um, but the chorus here, this is the gospel. This is the good news. Okay, what's that good news? Tell everybody how he saved you. Okay, tell everybody how he saved That's that's the message and, and you know, evangelizing is dis, uh, telling the good news of how you've been saved. And so like I hear that, but so far, like you're singing that theoretically, I guess this is a worship song. It doesn't really feel like corporate worship to me, but that's a different thing. Um, but it's not quite on the, you know, like tell everybody this thing. So far, we haven't really talked about much. Okay, then come hear the good news, tell everybody there's a God that loves you. Oh, he loves you. There's a God that loves you. So that's the good news so far. So that is good news. But what does that mean? And what do I do with it? Like, what's my response? Um, sort of like, you know, we, we can't just leave it there at like, this is the good news. There's a God that loves you. Okay. So what? Like, Hey, this, you know, this God loves you. Great. What do I do like that? So I'm just saved and I just go on about my day and I do nothing or do 
I have to repent? Do I have to turn toward the kingdom? As Jesus started to proclaim the kingdom, his proclamation was repent and turn for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Turn back to God because the kingdom of heaven is here. So that's a, a very different um, good news display and sharing than just the idea that God really loves you. Um, and that is never, biblically, that is never the message that is presented. Nobody's going around just saying like, hey, there's a God that actually loves you. I understand in our culture, that's a big piece that where people perceive that that God judges them and that Christians judge them. I understand where there's a need to clarify and establish that when we're talking about God, we're talking about that he loves you, not that he's looking to judge you. But completely leaving out the idea of repentance for sin also falls short and misses the point. And so we've got to find ways to present all of it, to present both. So let's see where the song goes from here. Um, also, again, on the like just singability of it and whatnot, it's not a very singable song. Um, it feels sort of like a, like a club pop sort of song um i mean i could see you know somebody like justin bieber or somebody you know i don't know who the cool people are these days but i could see somebody like that writing something like this that you know kind of has a, a dancey vibe and um but it's not as melodic um as some of that kind of pop stuff um, but it has a little bit of that kind of vibe to it um and i don't know if it necessarily works as something that like like i can't picture how i would try and get everybody in church to sing along to this there there's missing that corporate singability to it but we'll see maybe it gets you know maybe it picks up and there's a easier part to sing um and i will say there's a lot of gospel music that's very difficult to sing along to so um yeah it's not necessarily a deal breaker it could be just more of a style and culture difference but anyway let's see Savior was born in a manger, raised up to ransom us. Healing the blind, raising dead back to life, all the signs of his perfect love. And there on the cross, how he paid every cost, he defeated death, hell, and grave. And on that third morning, the stone started rolling. So now it's uh, um, now it's gotten through to the chorus um, or to the next uh, verse and then back into the chorus. So let's check out that second verse. So now we're getting into that gospel piece. Here's that piece that I was concerned about. So there on the cross, how he paid every cost. He defeated death, hell and grave. Yes, those are all biblical statements. On that third morning, the stone started rolling. Oh, what a, oh, well, I totally skipped one, and it's right there. Okay, so then came the Savior. He was born in a manger, raised up to ransom us, healing the blind, raising dead back to life, all the signs of his perfect love. And yeah, so to ransom us from what? Like it... I mean, I guess not every song is really going to involve like a ton of confession and repentance, but a song like this, um, and you got to find different ways to do it. So I don't know. I'm a little bit torn as I'm look as I'm looking at these lyrics and listening to it. Like I just, I feel like it's somewhere between a little bit too insider. Like it's making references to things that we know of as Christians, um, but there feels like there's a distinct lack of surrendering, trusting, repenting involved in that. Um, hmm. I don't know. It just feels like there's something missing there. I feel like the... Maybe I'm just being too judgmental. But I'm looking for something really great in this. Like, man, if we're going to make us an anthem called This is the Gospel, you know, turn from your sin and turn to him. Um, and I mean, it, it has little references to it. He ransoms us. 
but from what? Raising the dead back to life, healing the blind. There's a whole lot of other healings. He does all the signs of his perfect love. So it's just kind of referencing the whole of his ministry, but not the call to go and sin no more. That's the, the key element in there that it's sort of, it's just like, yeah, he loves you. And like, okay, so that he's calling us to something different, but this is, okay, there on the cross, how he paid every cost. There's that piece, death, hell, and grave. Yes, he paid... On that third morning, the stones started rolling. Oh, what a beautiful day. And I'm wondering, see, here's the, here's the thing I'm having an issue with is if this was in a different style where it was more the type of thing that I feel like would be good to sing with a church. Um, if this was something I could play on my guitar and, and lead my church through, is it something that I would be, you know, if the style was different, would I be easier on the lyrics or is it the style that's throwing me? And I don't know. <laughs> I have to go through and like, look at a Phil Wickham song or something that's telling about the, you know, like an Easter song, like Sunday's coming or Christ is risen or something and see if that, you know, lands in that same spot. Like, is it really presenting the entire gospel or am I just, you know, stylistically appreciating that more for the way it works in church? off the top of my head I can't really compare all the lyrics so but I'll have to keep that in mind as I go through um, but ultimately it does tell a bit of the story of Jesus came he died for us on the cross he paid for us there is ransom there is he defeated death and all of that um, oh what a beautiful day and then it goes back into the this is the gospel and now he's singing it more because first time it was this is the gospel now it's this is the gospel and it's way up there i can't sing like that guy so i'm not going to try but anyway um so here we go back into the chorus let's get back to that a little bit um So, wow, the song's going to go on for a while, but let's hit that part. So, uh, you know, on the bridge there, it says, hallelujah, here and now, hallelujah literally means um, hallel is praise. Um, and so uh, it's uh, praise the name of Yah or Yahweh um, is literally what that word means. Um, and so that idea of hallelujah here and now, Praise the name of the Lord. So keeping in mind too, like, like there's a, a gospel song um, that I really like musically, and then it um, starts confusing some of the words, and it really bothers me. And <laughs> just because, like, you know, people memorize the song and then they walk away with that in their mind, and and songs are really good for teaching us things, and they don't always have to teach deep theology but they shouldn't teach bad theology. If you have something stuck in your head, you don't want that to be like, oh, that was an accurate summation of scripture when it's not. You don't want that idea in because people will compare those things and they'll be like, you know, well, you know, amazing grace that God has given us. Like, yes, okay. You know, I was lost and now I'm found. Like, yes, those are biblical concepts. And that's, you know, tying back to the sheep um, and the old hymn, amazing grace. Um, but uh, so hallelujah, praise the name of the Lord here and now. You have turned my life around. It says turn, but I think it's turned. 
uh, you have turned my life around. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I was lost, but now I'm found. Um, and so, yeah, I have no problem with that. It's just praising God uh, that he's turned my life around. Um, but it doesn't have a lot of, like, I think that, I think that part kind of comes out of a nowhere place for me. If I'm singing this song, I don't really get there from what I've sung uh, so far. And I think that that's important in a worship song. Um, I do think that this could be a cool song for the right environment. Like maybe in the right youth group, this could be rad. Um, <laughs> my current youth, I couldn't see them getting into this song at all. Uh, my last youth group, they weren't really, uh, this wasn't really their vibe either, but I could see kids being into this. Um, but I mean, looking back through, um, in the beginning you did this, then came the garden, we became fallen, sin made us lose our way. And then set a course for amazing grace. And now we have amazing grace. How sweet the sound. So you do have a bit of a comeback. Okay. So let me revise my statement. Because this is all just first time reaction. I've never heard this song before. I've never looked at these lyrics before. I've never really processed it. But here's kind of the process I go through, especially as a worship leader, as well as a pastor. Um, you know, when I'm preaching, I want to make sure that I'm saying things that aren't just like clever sayings. I want to say things that are true from scripture. And if I can't read the scripture and that truly come out of that scripture, then I'm not teaching anybody that. Same with the music. If I can't be teaching people lyrics that are going to lead them in truthful praise to God, then I'm reluctant to want to sing those songs. Um, looking at this, Hallelujah, here and now, you've turned my life around. Amazing grace, I was lost, but not. So the turn my life, I was lost, that is repentance. And that relates to the way they proclaimed that sin made us lose our way. And here God is leading us back to amazing grace. And here's what amazing grace has done. It has found us and brought us back. It has turned us around from where we were. So on that note, I do like the full circle nature. And I think it's subtle in there, but coupled with other songs that present an opportunity for confession and repentance for surrender to God, uh, along with preaching that's going to preach that well. Um, I could see how this song could work. Again, the style doesn't quite do it for me. It does have kind of a cool, um, uh, it almost feels a little bit tribal, like um, there's sort of a, like the, the melody feels like it kind of stays in the same register a lot. And not like the way a hymn does or something like that, where you just sing the same line over, you know, melody line over and over with different words. Um, but almost more like a, um, there's like a lack of re resolution to the melody. Like it doesn't go to this place and come back. It's just kind of in this, like just different sort of space that um, uh, it just feels like not American pop rock worship music which is not a bad thing but it does throw me as far as like what churches are used to congregations are used to singing um but let's see where else it goes it's a part and i do like the idea of being called to go and Tell everybody how you can say it. That is good. I like these in the round sets that people are doing now too. This feels like the same set from uh, Elevate, or, uh, Maverick City did a recording in a space very similar to this and I don't know if it's the same one or if that's just the cool thing that people are setting up now because then from every angle there's no like stage that everybody's on there's not like a place where it's just band and, and lights and graphics or something it's people all around uh, and that's pretty cool it'd be fun to do church like that I don't think they're going to church like this. I think this is just for the video recording. But I also like the giant soft box on top, too. It just gives kind of a cool lighting vibe. 
and a very different look from the dark concert style lighting. Well, that was This is the Gospel featuring Joe L. Barnes, um, who I believe is most frequently associated with Maverick City. I could be wrong about that, but um, it just says Elevation Rhythm and Joe L. Barnes. Um, And I've seen him with Maverick, so I think that's where he's from. Uh, But cool song, different kind of sound. I don't hate it, Um, but it's not really like I'm not going to grab that one and play it at church. Um, that's not our vibe. We're very like acoustic. I don't even have a keys player right now. Um, so I don't have anybody to play that kind of stuff, but I do dig, um, overall, I think the lyrics were good. I think it does help present a biblical worldview and, um, the right kind of perspective. And I do think that it, um, it's something that, coupled with good teaching, coupled with other good songs, I think there's a good opportunity uh, to really present the gospel. But I do feel like if that's the one place, if you're looking for that to be a complete summation of the gospel, I think it it, it is missing a little something in the freedom from sin, in the resolution, you know, the redemption from death, in that it's a brief mention one time and the rest of it is just tell how he saved you, tell how he's turned you around. And maybe there's more in that. Maybe that's a, a easy call, um, to, to talk about, uh, for people. And, and maybe in that culture, maybe in that church, sharing testimonies like that is such a common thing that that easily triggers the right kind of response, uh, for people. So as they're singing and remembering that they're like, man, God loves us. And here's what he's done in my life. And so I can like, again, I can see how it gets there. Um, I just wish it just had a little something there and style wise. Um, you know, if you had the right culture, I could see that being a cool song. Uh, but, um, and it is kind of catchy, especially that bridge. Um, so, um, but I also find it a little complicated to sing along. That melody was a little complicated for the average person. To, this is the gospel. Da, 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 da. Like it, it, I could see everybody bobbing, but like really getting everybody singing along in a praising way. Um, I don't know if it really gets there, but anyway, overall, like nothing wrong with it. There was nothing unbiblical there. There wasn't anything super weird. I just think it could have been a little deeper. Um, so yeah, don't hate it. Love to hear your thoughts. Let me know in the comments. Uh, if you thought this was great share that with somebody and, or tag them in the comments. Um, if you thought it was terrible, I'd love to hear about that. Or if you disagree with some of my takes on some of that stuff, or you have more info on the band or whatever else you want to say, drop a comment. Let me know if you like this kind of thing, or you just think that I'd be a great person to argue with on a regular basis hit that subscribe button and that bell so you get notified the next time I post something and then you can harass me on that one too. Uh, No, but for real, uh, let's examine things together and, uh, you know, find ways to respond well and not just live in reactions, but to take a moment and respond through a biblical lens. This is Pastor Reacts. I'm Brian. You be rad for Jesus. We'll see you next time.